I do want to take a moment to honor Apostle Kyle and Pastor Jamie. They are away. Amen. Refreshing, getting refueled. Amen. That is the man of God of this house, first-time visitors. It's not me. Amen. But Apostle Kyle, they are away in Gatlinburg, just refreshing after a week long of revival. And so we want to give it up for them. Can we honor them, Apostle Kyle and Pastor Jamie? They pour so much into everyone. Amen. Yes, amen. Amen. We love them. We love them dearly. Amen. I promise, guys, I'm going to hold this microphone at the top and not at the bottom. Amen. Amen. That's, but, I mean, I, I might need to hold it at the bottom because they was talking back to old Evangelist Ricky. Now, when he had that thing at the bottom, well, they said, nah, pick that thing back up. Amen. Also, I want to give honor to uh, my beautiful wife, Pastor Jerrica. Amen. She's in the house. Amen. Our iCampus pastor, iCampus, she's here. She's interacting with you guys. She loves you guys. I love you guys. All of Dominion loves you guys. Amen. She's got her, a mess on her hands with me. And so God's given her great grace. Amen. And we love her. Amen. Amen. I have one passage of scripture. Amen. Can we stand together and read it? Guys, can you go ahead and get that on the screen? Brooke, I'm just going to ask you to play along with me while I read this scripture. And if you want to flip that thing over to organ mode, you can stay. But if not, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Amen. Amen. It's on the screen. Everybody ready? You there? The Lord said to him, go back the way that you came and go to the desert of Damascus get there anoint Hazael king over Aram also anoint Jehu son of Nimshi king over Israel and anoint Elijah son of Shaphat of Abel Mahola to succeed you as prophet we're going to go on down to verse 19 so Elijah went from there, and he found Elisha, son of Shaphat. He was plowing with 12 and he himself was driving the 12th pair. Elijah went to him and threw his cloak around him. Another translation says that he threw his mantle on him. Elisha then left his oxen and ran after Elijah. Let me kiss my father and my mother goodbye, he said. And then I will come to, with you. Go back, Elijah replied. So Elijah left him and went back. And he took his yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. He burned the plowing equipment to cook the meat, and he gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he set out to follow Elijah and became his servant. I want to speak on this topic today. It's closer than you think. I believe that somebody in here got a quickening off of that, and I'm going to say it again. It's closer than you think. You may be seated all over the house. Can we pray? Father, I thank you right now for the word that you have instilled in me, God. I am just a vessel, a mere mortal man, who is here to do your work, God. 
Let them not see me, but the spirit that lives on the inside of me. God, open up their hearts. Give them ears to hear. In Jesus' name, we pray. We give you all the glory and all the honor. Give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. 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 It's closer than you think. That's what all the struggle has recently been about in your life. Because the devil, Satan, he understands that it's closer for you than you think. That's all the turmoil. That's what it's been all about. Because he understands how close it is. Do you understand how close it is? And it's this passage of Scripture where Elisha, he, he points out all the details. And he allows you to understand how close it is. That next level in your life. Amen? I'm here today, not only because Apostle Kyle is on vacation, but I believe that God has ordered my steps, and I am here today to reach up inside of you and get that thing out of you. Amen. This house already receives incredible word, and I'm just here to add to it, but what I got to do is I got to come in here and break the water. Because some of you, you're walking around here, and you're pregnant. And I'm not talking about physically, Pastor Fernanda. But I'm talking about spiritually. And you're walking around all uncomfortable. With your belly poked out. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. And I'm coming today to reach up in there and break the water. But see, but see, listen, 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 listen. My, my wife, she's had four children. Amen. And yeah, amen. <laughs> but when I was studying, I understood that when labor is induced, that women say that it's a little bit more painful. Amen? But you see, I don't know about y'all, but see, I've done been through enough pain, okay? And so just a little bit more to get that thing out of me ain't going to hurt. Because see, you're walking around, your feet's all swole, you're wobbly, your equilibrium's off, and you're mad, and you're mad at everybody, but I'm coming to tell you today that we're going to break the water, and that thing's going to come out of you, amen? You're overdue. You're overdue for promotion. You're overdue for an assignment. You're overdue for the ministry. Come on, somebody. You're overdue for God's divine plan. And today, that water has to break. Amen. And so, I really don't have a whole lot of time because I understand protocol. Okay? I'm going to keep by that clock because I'm never going to preach past my apostle. Amen. And I'm going to stick to the time constraint. But I believe that we're going to get out what we need to get out. Amen. Because it's closer than you think. There's a boomerang anointing that's going to come over this house. So you released it. And then you've lost sight of it. But it's coming back. Amen. Amen. So now the scripture says that he is plowing with 12 yoke of oxen. 
and he himself is driving the twelfth pair. So Elijah went from there, and he found Elisha, son of Shaphat. And you see, just that point right there, that's where some of us are at. Because you've been trying to find your next level. It's not up to you to find it. You see, it says Elijah was plowing. Elijah came and found him. You see, Matthew 6 and 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And all these things, come on, will be added unto you. And see, we're so frustrated. And we're walking around with this thing on the inside of us because of what? We're seeking the things. And we're not seeking the kingdom. That's why you're frustrated. That's why you're mad. That's why you're upset. Elijah was not seeking his next level. His next level found him. Another example of this is David. The prophet Samuel. He was instructed by God. The prophet Samuel was a kingmaker. He was a seer. He could see things. And God instructed him to go to Jesse's house to anoint the next king of Israel. So Jesse lines up his sons, but he left his youngest out in the field. <laughs> Samuel starts pouring the oil out. And when he gets to the seventh son, he asks Jesse, he says, do you not have another son? And Jesse said, yeah, I told you I had another son, but he's out in the field. And you see, let me tell you something. As long as you're out in the field and you're plowing and you're working, you see, the other sons, they got the oil. They got the oil poured on them, but it didn't belong to them. And see, as long as you're in the field, as long as you got your hand to the plow, that oil was designed for David. It wasn't designed for them. And for you, it was designed for you. And nobody else can get your oil but you. I believe I am here today standing where I am because this oil was designed for me. It wasn't designed for anybody else. And you are to where you are because that oil was designed for you. You can't get my oil. And I can't get your oil. Amen? So here we are, Elijah being led by God to go find someone to replace him. Elijah, a prophet. You see, back in November of 21, I had the opportunity of speaking here. Some of you probably wasn't even here yet, amen? That's what you call growth. We're growing, amen? And what I had spoke on was how Elijah... Everybody knows Elijah. He'd done one of the greatest miracles. He called down fire from heaven. Amen. And, and see, what happens is that Jezebel, because of King Ahab and Jezebel, they were in authority over Israel at the time. And after Elijah done that, Jezebel spoke a word over him and says, uh, may I do to you what you've done to my prophets, right? So after he calls down fire from heaven, guess what he does? He runs and he's scared. 
you know, after you've seen this huge miracle happen, now you're running and you're scared, and so then he becomes suicidal, and now God has got him on a path of transition. That's where we are right now. Transition is about to happen. Amen? And that's where we are in our life, transition. And sometimes we get scared of transition, but we have to do, we have to listen to God in the moment of transitions. Amen? And so here we are, which is kind of crazy, that God is speaking to a man and telling him to go find his replacement. And I know I'm not getting no amens because you guys don't understand that. And I'm not saying that Elijah was wicked, right? I'm not saying that at all. He was a great man. He was called back up to heaven. But listen, some of you are waiting on transition in your life. Can somebody say the wealth of the wicked are well aware? Mm. Don't be surprised if your boss doesn't come by to you and say, here's my keys. Here's my password. Come on, somebody. Come on. It's transition that God can speak to somebody else and say, hey, go get my believer to take your job. Come on. That's what we're walking in. That's what we're walking in, people. Come on. I believe God's about to do some crazy stuff in the lives of people at Dominion in the next three months. But you got to learn how to walk in your next level. Amen? The Bible says that when he had found Elisha, that he was plowing in the field with 12 yoke of oxygen, and he himself had the 12th pair. Mm. Now that's a whole bunch of oxen. Now, being from the country, guys, um, not that country, but I lived in it. Amen. Uh, I never got to plow behind oxen. Praise the Lord. Um, but, you know, where we lived um, in Chavistown, no, y'all don't understand that. Come on, old Chavistown. It was the country, y'all. And you could ride by fields, right? And there would be cows and everything out in the field. And you know what you would notice is, man, that was a whole lot of waste in that field. And listen, oxen, the, the cows, they're just standing there. They ain't doing nothing. They just munching. They ain't, they, ain't, they ain't hooked to no plow. They're not turning over dirt. You can go to a parade, right? And you got horses, they're in the parade, and they're just letting out waste everywhere. And you can smell the waste before you can smell the cotton candy. I'm telling you. But... Here's the thing. Elijah is plowing behind 12 yoke of oxen, and he himself is driving the 12th pair. And he's walking through a whole lot of waste. I ain't going to say that. I ain't going to say that. Amen. Apostle said I couldn't say that. Amen. But he's walking behind that. He's walking through all of that, all of that waste. But he never lets go of the plow. And see, to get to your next level, you got to hold on to the plow and keep on walking through it. Amen? And it's going to stink. And that situation's going to stink. And it's going to smell bad. But see, this is the thing. You can look at that in two ways. You can say either I'm going to avoid this or I'm going to keep on walking through it. 
because everywhere the soles of my tree shall fit, everywhere the soles of my feet shall tread, this land has been given to me. Okay, and if I'm walking through the waste, guess what the waste is? Fertilizer. You can look at it as manure or you can look at it as fertilizer. It's up to you. Ask your neighbor, say, how are you looking at it? How are you looking at it? Amen? Come on, somebody. How are you looking at it? Now, it says that he's plowing with 12 yoke of oxen. Now, not going to be long. I just want to get these points to you. So if you're taking notes, write these things down, okay? So look at the plow. What does the plow do? Causes turnover. Turns over the dirt, right? But see, the plow has to be heavier than what it's turning over. So it's turning over the dirt, amen? What's the purpose of the plow? To turn over dirt so what? The seed can get into the ground, amen? It's taking what's seen and making it unseen. <laughs> and see, if you hold on to the plow, because the Bible says that the man who is lets go of the plow and he looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Come on. And so when you're holding on to the plow and it's turning over dirt, there's going to be some turnover in your life. Can you deal with turnover? You see, when you get the anointing, turnover comes. And you're going to look back on your life and you're going to see some people that you thought would be there. They ain't going to be there. And we're going to get into that here in a little bit. But can you withstand the turnover? Are you fit for the kingdom of God by holding on to the plow? So here's Elijah. He's plowing. He's walking through staking stuff. Somebody say, that's my testimony. That's my testimony, amen? I'm telling you right now, that's my testimony. I've been there. I can't preach it unless I've been there, and I've been there. Come on, somebody. I'm standing up here today shaming the devil because back in January, all my hair fell out. All my beard fell out. And I come in here with a hat for three months. But today, come on, somebody. I'm going to shame the devil. I'm ashamed. Amen. Come on. Oh, but that ain't it. Y'all saying that's all he been through? Oh, man. We ain't got the time of day. Somebody done told me to get us out of here by 12. We can't be here now. Amen. Whew. You know how you're ready for your next level? I'm going to help some of y'all today. When you quit telling the devil to get up under your feet, Y'all like, what's he talking about? Nah. You see, when you're ready for your next level, you'll tell the devil to come on with me. Look at y'all, boy. Y'all like, what is he talking about? What was he talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there's been a great and effectual door that's been offered unto me. But there are 
many adversaries. And so instead of me telling him to get up under my feet, I'm just going to tell him to come on with me because I know you ain't going to stay there anyhow. Come on, somebody. Come on. That's the word of God. He's going to try you. But you got to quit telling him to get on because he ain't going to get on. But you got to understand who you are. This is kingdom. This ain't church. And I know most of y'all said we're going to get up and go to church today. But y'all got to stop saying that. This is the house of the Lord. We are the church. How are you going to get up and go to yourself? Come on. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to teach you today. Y'all getting anything out of this? Come on. And so here we are. So, so he's plowing through tough terrain. He's breaking up ground and territory. He's walking through stuff that his mind had to be changed from manure to fertilizer. Amen? And when he began to see it that way, that's when the next level comes. Come on. And Elijah cast the mantle on Elisha. That's what the King James Version says. It says he cast it. But you see, Elisha, he's holding on to a plow. And you see, oxen are stubborn. Okay? And they'll have you all kind of ways. They'll have you upside down, turned around, going backwards, right? Because they're stubborn. It says, Elijah cast it. And to catch your next level, you can't let stubborn things get you off track. <laughs> and you got to let them stubborn people go. Amen. Amen. Mm. <laughs> listen, listen, you'll never, you'll never catch your next level as long as you got a hold of them. I'm telling you, you got to let them go. And we're going to get there. We're going to get to that part. And so he caught the mantle. He mastered what was stubborn in his life. Amen. He transitioned his thinking from manure to fertilizer. You know what the next thing is? He had to kiss some folk goodbye. The Bible says he had to kiss his mother and his father goodbye. And I'm here to tell you today that to go to your next level, you're going to have to let some people go. You're going to have to kiss them goodbye, and you're going to have to keep on going. Why? Because they haven't discerned the level of anointing that you're about to catch. Amen. And so you're sitting here and you're saying, mm, where does it say that in the Bible? Jesus himself said it in Matthew 9. Go home and read it. Jesus was teaching all day. His brothers and his mother come up to him and said, we need to talk to you. Jesus says, who is my mother? Who is my brother? And then when he said it, he was pointing to who he was teaching to. And some of you, you're going to have to let some friends go. 
And I'm not saying write your family off. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is they can't catch or they can't discern the level of anointing that you have caught. Amen. And there's some of you today, you've been trying to invite them. Listen, I've done invited everybody I know. And they came and they've sat on one of them pews over here, but they ain't there no more. Because they can't discern the level of anointing that I have caught here at this house. Amen. Listen, listen, and I'm still your friend. I'm still going to be with you. But at the end of the day, you guys are my brothers and sisters. Listen, listen, and I have to press on for the kingdom of God. And if you can't catch the anointing, go do you. I'm going to do me, right? Because God has called me for this, and I've invited you in. But if you can't accept it, farewell. I love you. I'm going to pray for you, but I'm going to do it while you're over there. Amen? Because you can't deter me. You can't deter me for what God has called me to do. And I'm not going to allow you to do it. And that's, that's where many of you are today. you got so much frustration, so much frustration, because you're friends and your family. And you got to let them go. You can't let nobody. You cannot let nobody deter you from what God has called you to. And that is, that, is the, that is the enemy's biggest tool. you got to let them go. And see, and that's the thing. Elisha, breaking relationship with the plow, no problem. Break the relationship with the oxen, no problem. Breaking the relationship with all the farmhands and the servants, no problem. But he said, let me go and kiss my mother and my father goodbye. Amen? The Bible says that, and I told you guys I wasn't going to keep you long, but that's all I've came to do. I've come to get you to your next level, and Brooke, you can come on. Because you guys, I can't give you a whole bunch of word. You have to get this in your system. Because Pastor Prentice said today, today in, in uh, communion, we're getting ready to go until that next level. Manifestations are going to happen. And you got to take these keys, amen? And you have to apply them to your life, okay? I'm getting ready to end, okay? The Bible says Elijah then took the oxen and slayed them and took the plowing equipment and made a fire. This is symbolic to him saying, okay, God, I burn up everything. I burned up everything that used to sustain me. And now I'm saying to you, God, you have to. And see, if you're going to walk in the calling, that's what you have to do. If you're going to reach your next level, that's where you have to go. He says he burned it all up. God, I need you to give me this day my daily bread. Amen. He took the meat from the oxen, cooked it up, and gave it to the people for food. You see, his tools, it represented his past. The ops, oxen, it represented his past. This is the point, and don't you miss it. 
You got to quit letting your past consume you. And there are many of you, you're sitting here today, you're still holding on to your past. Previous relationships, addictions, divorce, you're still holding on to it. But Elijah didn't let his past consume him. He consumed it. He used the fire and he burned it. said, I'm going to take every past decision, every trial that I've ever made. And instead of letting it consume it, I think I'll, instead of letting it consume me, I think I'll consume it. On your feet, everybody. Amen. Amen. I don't know what your next level is. But what I do know is, is that if God has sent you to this house, you have a next level. And you're walking around pregnant. You're walking around with that thing on the inside of you. And you got to get it out. And I believe wholeheartedly if you use these keys, if you use these tools, it'll come out. And you don't walk, have to walk around uncomfortable. You don't have to walk around with people, with your brothers and your sisters looking at you saying, man, that thing should have came out of them by now. You know how selfish it is to hold on to that thing and not let it out? You look at a newborn baby when it's born. That thing comes out. Everybody wants to hold it. Everybody wants to kiss on the baby. But you walking around pregnant. You walking around with that thing on the inside of you. And God's telling you to get it out. And these are the tools. These are the keys. This is a prime example on how you can do it. And I believe if you take this word and you apply it to your life, it'll come out. Because this body needs it. Amen? You can't keep holding on to it. And so these altars are open. If you felt any tug today, these altars are open, right? And the pastors are coming to pray for you. And all I'm going to do is I'm just going to pray a word over you. Amen? Because I believe this is important that you take this and you run with it. And you quit holding on to that thing. You're only hurting yourself. You're going to keep on plowing. You're going to keep on plowing in a field. Listen, and because you won't go to the next level, you ain't even got no seed to put into the dirt. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to plow that field and weeds are going to pop up. And you know what you're going to have to do? You're going to turn around and plow again. And you're going to have to keep on plowing. You're going to have to keep on working. Listen, and I'm not telling you that when you throw that seed in the ground that you don't plow again. Because you have to. You have to keep on plowing. Once you reach this level, there's a next one. And once you reach that level, there's a next one. And listen, and a prime example of that, let me tell you. Pastors John and Linda. I was able to hear Pastor, Pastor Linda's uh, testimony and all where she's been one day while Pastor John was in the hospital. And let me tell you, the only thing I could, I could come up with is she has kept her hand to the plow. 
Listen to all the churches that Pastor Linda's been to, Redemption. She's, she served in, in the house up under Joel Osteen out in Houston, Texas. She's been everywhere. And because she's kept her hand through the plow, she's here today. Guess what? Still holding on to the plow. She's been all over this world serving missions, right? Serving God. Pastor John also. It's because they've kept their hand to the plow and they've moved next level to next level to next level. And some of you, you're still on level one. And what I'm telling you today is you got to keep plowing. But when the next level comes, you got to let go of the plow and be able to catch, catch your next level. You got to quit seeking it. Quit seeking your next level. Just hold on to the plow. Seek the kingdom of God. Get in your word. If you, can, if you don't get in the word, guess what? Next level ain't going to come. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't care how you get into it, but if you don't get in the word, next level's not going to come. And you can plow and you can plow and you can plow. And let me tell you something. I can't feel sorry for you. I cannot help you if you don't get in the word. This ain't a rule book. This is a manual. This is a will. This is God's will, an old will and a new will. And he's telling you how to go level to level. But if you don't, it, what does the Bible say? Glory to glory. You got to get in the word. You have to make time for God. You make time for Facebook. You make time for TikTok. Make time for God. And you're coming in here, and you're coming in here on Wednesday. You're coming in here on Sunday. And the only time you read the word of God is when they put it on the screen. And you got to quit doing that. I'm trying to tell you how to get level to level. And if you don't want to go level to level, if you want to stay stuck where you are, keep doing what you're doing. But what I'm trying to tell you is you got to get in the word. you got to let the Holy Spirit guide you and lead you. I had lunch with Mr. Jeff the other day, other Friday. Me and him went and played golf. And he said, he said, Teacher Derek, the body needs you. And he said, you got to tell them how. I am sitting here trying my best to tell you how. I don't have a Bible degree. I didn't go to college. But I got in my word. And God, listen. God did it. God gave me revelation. God gave me information. And while, yeah, it's in my future that I'll, I'll go through SOAR Global Kingdom College, amen? And God will do great things, right? But I can honestly say that it's because of my endurance, me laboring in the Word of God. Listen, I'll get on my Fort Lift at work, and Mike, he's my supervisor, he's here. I'll put it in my ear. I've turned Morgan Wallen off, okay? Let the word get in here. Because he who has ears to hear, let him hear. You don't understand what it means? Find you a Bible teacher. You got a scripture that you don't under, understand? Guess what? Here at Dominion Church, you got one. And I'm here. And I'm available if you need me. But if you don't reach out to me, I think you're good. I think you're stepping from level to level. Amen? 
Reach out to me. People has reached out to me. I love it. I love to answer questions. If you come to me with a question that you don't understand, come to me. I'm here. Amen. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, amen, all over this house, I'm going to read a prayer. Amen. Father, I pray right now for everybody here right now and online who's been walking through stinking stuff. God, the smell of it. God, the smell of it. God is stinking right now. That broken relationship bankruptcy and foreclosure that divorce God it stinks that infertility that you've been dealing with God it stinks and God right now I pray for everybody in here because God I believe they're holding on to the plow. Some of them are holding on to it and looking back. But then there are others, God, who are still looking forward and they've dropped their hands from the plow. But God, your word says anyone who lets go of the plow and looks back And while they may be halfway there, they haven't done it all completely. God, they're trying. They're laboring and they're pushing. Get their eyes back on you, God. Get their hands back on the plow. Allow them to see you in their next level. Allow them to catch the next level. God, they've been overlooked. The Bible says that Elijah went back the way that he came. That means he missed them on the way. And God, I say that they not be missed ever again. God, I thank you for these people. I thank you for your people. In Jesus' name we pray.